0: Hello there, nerds. I'm Ash. And I'm Nat.
1: And you're listening to Crime Time Nerds, a sister podcast.
0: Welcome, future nerdlings. Today's a big day for us. We're finally releasing our podcast baby out into the world.
1: (laughs) It sure is. This is actually our intro episode into Crime Time Nerds. And this episode's just going to give you a little idea of who we are. I'm Ash,
0: and my sister in law hanging out is Nat. Hey. And we are actually sister in laws. We were fortunate enough for my brother to find that and surprisingly they got married
1: (laughs) (laughs) if the things I knew now only I had known then that may not have been the outcome I am very blessed to have Ash as my little sister uh she has been my sister-in-law for 15 years almost I want to say yeah so and I've been a while yeah. And I've actually known you since you were 10. So 17 years, something like that, almost 20 years. So I've gotten to see you grow up. <laughs>
0: All my awkward stages. <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: absolutely. And this is a new one for us. It's our both of ours awkward stage. So there we go. There we go. One of the things that Ash and I have bonded over in the last couple of years actually has been true crime. This was just both of ours obsession and kind of secret passion. And so... We wanted to bring that to everybody else, and my actual obsession into uh, true crime started with a interview I had watched or a documentary on a case called The Boy in the Box, which is a case from probably the 1950s. It's an old one, but a, a heartbreaking, heartbreaking story. I think it was a Dateline episode, actually, but this was one that I saw when I was probably a, an early teenager, probably like 13 or 13, 14 years old and was hooked into the genre ever since. So,
0: yeah, I grew up watching a lot of First 48 was big in our uh, house. Yeah. Um, So was 60 Seconds. So was Snapped.
1: I love me some Snapped. Oh, I'm my gosh. I still go back
0: and watch some of those episodes today. <laughs>
1: I have no shame. I literally will watch. We call it the murder channel in my house. I will watch the murder channel. For hours. I I will go to bed watching episodes. My husband thinks I am so weird.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think I got, I think I talked about this in a future episode, but I actually got into a hometown murder case about two young girls in my hometown. And we are actually going to be doing an episode on this in the future. So I'm not going to give too much away. But yeah, my dad had the book in his office and he wouldn't let me read it. Because I was too young, and then I got to the right age to read it, and he still wouldn't let me read it. So, (laughs) but I'm (laughs) I'm almost like your dad. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm almost positive I talk about that in
1: a future episode. So you do, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And we are like, like Ash said, we are going to do an episode dedicated to that case. It is probably going to take a couple episodes, but. That will definitely be one to look out for, for the future, for sure.
0: Yeah. And that case is what actually made me want to create a podcast. Uh, Actually, that case and the Michelle Gardner Quinn case, which is also going to be in a future episode of ours. I just kind of always wondered why local cases weren't as often spoken about versus the large media cases that you hear all the time.
1: Yeah, I'm with you there. That's one of the big things for me, too.
0: Yeah, we kind of wanted to draw attention to like, I don't know, the thousands of wonderful people that found themselves victims to these trash, awful people in the world that took their lives away way too early. I agree. I, I, I know that
1: many people, we like true crime because we do find the cases interesting, but we wanted to make sure that we're showcasing the victims of our crimes much more than the killer's. We will go over who the killers are. We will talk about facts with them. We'll often refer to them as trash humans. Forgive us. Sorry, it's hard <laughs> not to. But uh, one of the things that we really wanted to keep the focus on is as much as we possibly can, highlighting the wonderful people who these broken, broken human beings took away from, from everybody. And so we don't like to glorify these monsters if we can avoid it. Sometimes, you know... A case may focus more heavily on the killer because that's more information is had. But generally speaking, Ash and I really, really want to try to focus more on the victims if we can, whether it's telling you positive things about the victims, things they did in their lives, notable mentions, stuff like that. That's kind of our our big focus and what we're hoping co- is conveyed to you
0: guys as well. Yeah. And in the beginning of each of our episodes, seeing as cases about murder are so dark and sad... We kind of wanted to keep the beginning a little light and even talk about a couple lighthearted things, not so much stark stuff, and move into the case as we go. It could be some silly news story that we heard that week or something that caught our eye and we just want to talk to you guys about it. Yeah, so just the beginning will be light. It will be short. That's the one (laughs) thing Nat and I did talk about because... I don't know. We we hear a lot of people not liking banter. So we're going to try to keep that to a minimum.
1: Agreed. That while uh, we like to keep it a little light in the beginning, just because some of our cases are exceedingly dark. And also it's a great way to highlight some of the local stuff going on in our community as well. We did agree that we would try to keep that maybe under five minutes at the max. A lot of our episodes, I think, are running about three minutes of banter before we get into our cases. But just something we wanted to let you guys know. The other piece, too, is, is that we are going to be doing our episodes kind of an alternating pattern. So while we do release episodes each and every week, we are going to be doing one week as Vermont cases. And so all of our cases on one week will focus on Vermont-centric case. And then the following week will be a local case from a town, not here in Vermont, but outside of that and then across the nation. So it's a great opportunity for our future crime, love, and links to submit their own local tales and crime stories to us because we may not have heard of them and we are happy to do a ton of research. So just is something to keep in mind.
0: Yeah, definitely. And if there happens to be a missing persons case that our listeners want us to showcase as we have a platform that we are able to do that, please email us. We will gladly do that.
1: Absolutely. And one of the things, too, is is that, you know, Ash and I kind of found our love of true crime just through various media outlets, you know, whether it was watching documentaries or reading a book. So, you know, it's kind of funny how those influenced our love of the genre. And then we found ourselves talking about true crime last Christmas, actually. Which is probably not exactly the Christmas tale your mom wanted to have us sharing at the dinner table. Definitely but- not. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, Ash's mom is very Irish. So <laughs> just a little aside there. And it's very traditional at Christmas in their house. Yes, very traditional. And it is wonderful and lovely. And we adore it. But last Christmas, our, my whole family, which is a very loud Middle Eastern family invaded the Irish family. <laughs> <laughs> and so we came in and it's a cr- I don't know how it came up, but somehow my siblings and I had been watching the documentary, Don't Fuck With Cats. This is the probably the only time you will hear me swear in the podcast, just as an FYI. We really try not to, but it is the title of that documentary. So uh, after having watched Don't F With Cats, we were all on a... It was just so enraging. We had to share. And somehow the conversation started and... Ash piped in that she had seen this this documentary, and the two of us literally spent the rest of Christmas dinner discussing the ins and outs of this case, which was bananas. If you guys haven't seen that documentary, it's on Netflix. Check it out. It's really, really hard, but it is fascinating all at the same time. Disclaimer on that, it is a very rough case. Very rough. Just as a, an FYI, it's got animal abuse in it. I had a really hard time with it myself. So I don't want you guys going in blind. Ash and I realized pretty early on into the conversation that out of all of the nearly 20 years that we've known each other, we had never really identified that the other one was a a, a secret, you know, crime junkie. <laughs> and so uh, as soon as we figured that out, Crime Time Nerds was kind of born. We ended up kind of taking the night uh, and talking about other podcasts that we were into, books we were reading, different media. And we were both got into the, or got into realizing that we wanted to see more cases that were smaller cases and local cases being talked about. We wanted to see more podcasts talking about the victims versus, you know, glorifying the killer. So those were kind of the things that led up to Crime Time Nerds becoming our baby.
0: Yeah, it definitely exploded and then snowballed from there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Basically, we looked at each other and went, we should make a podcast. <laughs> that, yeah,
0: that is actually exactly. Because I, listening to podcasts, I was like, wow, I really, really love doing research. I already go down rabbit holes every day night basically yeah so i was like i really want to do a podcast but i don't know who to do a podcast with because (laughs) as much as i love to hear myself talk i'd rather not (laughs) just have it be me i'd rather have someone else with me
1: i'm right there with you and uh your brother probably really appreciates that i have this outlet now so that he's not having to listen to all of my obsession.
0: <laughs> definitely, I can assure that my boyfriend feels the same way because he is not a horror fan, not a true crime fan at all.
1: <laughs> so unfortunately, our Crime Time Nerds family hopefully is like-minded folks like us. And maybe this will help save your relationships, too. So, <laughs> so just if you want to talk crime, you, you reach out to us.
0: Yep, definitely. <laughs> And speaking of which, our episodes will air each week, and we want to hear from you guys. We want to hear from our fellow Crime Time nerdlings. So hit us up on our Instagram at Crime Time Nerds, or email us at crimetimenerds at gmail.com, or check out our website at crimetimenerds.com. That was a jeez. I know. <laughs> we will also uh, post our resources on our website each week, as well as in the notes for each episode, so you can check out more information on these cases.
1: Yeah, and while we are pretty lighthearted and goofy in this episode, it being our intro, generally speaking, Ash and I do try to keep it fairly serious when we're talking about the crimes, just as a heads up for you guys, too. So this might be seem a little off the wall and a little a little crazy goofy, but... We do rein it in, we promise, for our case discussions. Yeah, so it has been an absolute pleasure to get to chat with you guys. And hopefully you will check us out on your preferred podcast provider. And if you
0: like what we do, let us know. Definitely. We want to hear from you all.
1: And so with that, fellow nerdlings, it's time to leave the light and get walking among the shadows. Please check out our first episode that tackles the heartbreaking murder of beloved local school teacher, Melissa Jenkins. Until next time, future nerdling family.